The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo. Twelve minutes after eight on the forum at eight, Easy Friday, and Jonathan Erasmus says, "Sakina, I just stopped doing whatever I was doing." Good on you, Jonathan Erasmus, and everybody else for tuning in. Uh, thanks so much if you've just joined us. And this morning, 
after introducing um, who our guest would be just after 6 a.m., I was absolutely excited and it seems as though you were too because we've been chasing him for a while. We have been. Um, uh, Gil Oved, thank you so much for finally making your way here. Sakina, it's so awesome to be here and and it's so weird because even though I've done these kind of things in the past, I don't get butterflies the way I got butterflies for this show. I couldn't sleep the whole night because of this. So, so why couldn't you sleep? Well, it's excitement to meet you finally. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I must say um, that is mutual because uh, Shweshwe is looking at me, you know, with uh, puppy eyes here. And, you know, it's it's amazing just how well respected you are, how well loved you are. And um, uh, people have been waiting for quite some time. So so, so we're very excited. But of course, it's a Friday. We just want to kick back and, you know, get to know you, what you're all about, what makes you tick. And, uh, yeah, That's for those of you who are still trying to place this, like, who is she talking to? If you've watched Dragon's Den, South Africa, and Shark Tank, that's the guy. <laughs> and uh, you may also remember him from back in the day uh, with Vusi Twala on Zapmag. Hey, now, you, now you're revealing <laughs> my age. <laughs> no, but, I mean, yeah. and, you know, just thinking back on that, mm. you know, as a teenager... So how does that happen? Was that something you always wanted to do? Well, it was actually kind of strange because um, I always thought I wanted to be on TV from a very young age. I used to go to auditions and try my best and I was part of agencies. And eventually, after a lot of hard work and and getting a lot of rejections at the age of 15, I, I got this gig on ZapMag. And it was a really incredible experience. I had five years of being on TV. But here's the strange thing. As soon as I got onto TV, I actually realized I was frustrated because as much as I thought I wanted to be in front of the cameras, the reality is it was frustrating because people tell you what to do, what to wear, where to stand. And in fact, what, what really interested me was going behind the scenes. And I really got interested in production, which is why when I left school, the first thing I did is me and Vusi, who was a co-presenter on the show, mm-hmm. We started a TV production company because we, we kind of said we wanted to be directors of our lives. And it's so weird because at the time, I'd never heard of the word entrepreneurship. I just knew that I wanted to be like the you know, master of my destiny. And then like, I, I remember like at the age of like 22, someone said, oh, so what are you doing? I said, you know, we've got this TV production company and everything. And he's like, oh, so you're an entrepreneur. And I was like, oh, yes, oh, that's what you call it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I was reading up on that and it turns out that your audition didn't go too well. Oh, my goodness. Tell us about How that. How do you know these what things? What happened during that well, audition? The, the, the audition, so I, I got all flustered and the audition uh, kind of got me barely through. And I don't know why they gave me a chance after such a terrible audition. But what was worse yet was the first episode they decided that for the first episode of Zap Mag, uh, as the new presenter on the show, I would rap, rap my <laughs> way through the show. And uh, I couldn't get it right at all to the point where I'll never forget one of the like old cameramen who had been in the industry since the day SABC TV began. We were in the combi on our way back home. And in frustration, he blurted out, and just remember, I was 15, I was like a kid. He says, I must be honest. That is possibly the most tape I've ever wasted <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I was like, that, that's a great start to, to your career. <laughs> but then, of course, you know, you were not flustered by that. And, 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 and that says a lot about your character and, and, and who you are. Because, Well, uh, I think, I, to, actually, here's the thing. I was flustered, but... I picked myself up and dusted myself off. Uh-huh. And these are the kind of lessons that you learn at a young age. Um, do you remember, you, you're talking about the 80s. Do you remember Karate Kid? Mm-hmm. Okay. So remember Karate Kid? He learns, yeah, and he learns to wax on and wax, wax off, off. And he's all yeah. frustrated. And he doesn't know why um, Miyagi makes him do that. And then all of a sudden he starts defending himself, uh, himself and he realizes this. And this is exactly it. These young lessons that you learn from an early age, you don't realize why you're learning to wax on, wax off. And then all of a sudden, all these things converge and you make decisions and that's called gut feel. And gut feel works when you've got experience behind it. And th- all these lessons from a young age, like 
getting flustered, realizing that things don't go your way, realizing that you have to work at something. Even talent is not enough. You've got to do more than just have talent. You've got to work on your talent to become successful. These are early lessons that have helped me. And how much of that is rooted in the way in which you were raised? Oh, tremendously. I think most of the stuff that, that we do is, is a function of how we raise. And I, I grew up in a, in a very loving, supportive family. Um, my parents gave myself and my sister a lot of love and leeway to do as we felt we needed to find our passions. They supported us but didn't force us into any direction. And and that's a big deal. And it's quite interesting because my dad was an engineer. Uh, and he was he worked at SAB for 25 years. Mm-hmm. Okay, And uh, so he was a corporate cat. And here was this uh, young kid of his who straight out of school started a business. And then when it didn't work out, started another business. And that second business failed tremendously. And then when I wanted to start my third business, instead of saying, listen, you know, Time to get a job, man. <laughs> go, go, go do a few interviews. He said, you know what? Both my parents, they were like, go find your passion. You've got a home to come home to. You're not going to starve and go make things happen. Even though as weird as it was, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, you come back to your parents and you're like, I've got this big idea. And they're like, he is crazy. He's crazy, but we'll support him. And that's important. It obviously is. And, you know, bless them because interestingly, um, you say your father's an engineer by training, but he's responsible for your personal finance. (laughs) Yes. You know too much. You know too much. I'm concerned and I want to know how you know these things. He is. You know, it's it's quite strange because I I think I'm pretty good in business and with the the business numbers, I'm, I'm... I'm very focused, and yet I'm a complete failure when it comes to personal finances to the point that he does actually really uh, look after my personal finances. It's, and we, we, he still, both my parents are very, very involved in my life. And my dad, and I'll tell you a quick story. So he retired at the tender age of 63 on the month of his birthday because that's SAB policy. But very youthful guy, full of energy. And uh, so he was like, kind of like, Jesus, you know, what am I going to do now? And so I kind of said, look, come, come to TCC, come to the Creative Council, and maybe you'll do a few things here and there just to keep him busy. Meantime, that was, that was five years ago, okay, back at the ranch, his common saying to anyone who's willing to listen is, the day he retired from SAB is the day he started working the hardest he's ever worked. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he's completely involved in the business. Still? Oh, more than ever. Like, if at 11 p.m. he doesn't take my calls, I get frustrated. I'm like, come on, man. We've got to work now. But you know what? I think that's the best thing that can happen to people, um, you know, because sometimes people retire and they're not quite ready. And, and, and perhaps it happens a lot more often than we think. And, and you, you can just see how, you know, they start to deteriorate in health and mm. otherwise, um, as opposed to those who keep busy, who keep working yeah. beyond retirement age. They just keep going for a much longer time. Yeah, and also I think that because of technology and other things, we now live longer, we live healthier. And, and the truth is a 63-year-old person, in my view, is at the prime of their lives. So for companies to have policies to, to have forced retirement at such a young age, I think you're losing wisdom. And I think in today's times, we celebrate youth, and I love youth, and I love youthful vigor. I don't think we celebrate wisdom enough. And I, I think there's a big generation that's got a lot to offer us, and we don't listen sufficiently. This is so true. And let's talk a bit about those um, failed business ventures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A bit like Donald Trump. And, <laughs> and that is the only link you'll find, hopefully. <laughs> but you love American politics as yeah. well. So we'll talk about Donald Trump in a moment. We must. But, you know, um, those failed businesses. Um, so you started this production company with uh, Vusi Twala. And as you said, didn't go too well and but but incidentally i remember seeing you and 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 that's when after the zap mag days because when i saw you it was on a production that uh, vusi twala was doing where he was speaking to movers and shakers yes and i remember him doing one with you that's incredible yeah Yeah. and 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 that's where it stuck oh i must check 
out this guy? You know, what is he all about? So interestingly there, that went on. And then talk to us about what happened after that. Yeah, so the TV production company that Vusi and I started was called Juwazi because I'm Jewish and he's Swati, so the, the Jew and Swazi Juwazi. And it was a, an exciting time in, in the country. And in fact, I walked these corridors here at the SABC. This was my hood. <laughs> and it was just, you know, n- new, new vigor and new excitement and new faces. And it was, you know, and so we had this company together. And in fact, the company went well. But you know, production is tough. It's a, it's a tough gig. And, and, Whilst it didn't go swimmingly well, but it went well enough for us to continue it for three years. But all of a sudden, the internet came calling. It was the heyday of the mm-hmm. internet, the late 90s. And, you know, you, every time you, you open the paper, there's another 20-year-old millionaire making money and doing amazing things. And I was like, we got to get in on this action. So um, myself and a friend from high school got into partnership and we decided we're going to start a financial portal. So that people can go online and, and trade shares in real time. We were reading these articles that a, a dentists and engineers were leaving their full-time jobs. They were becoming day <laughs> traders. It was going to be the next big thing. And so we raised money and we ran with it. And, and we started developing something that was supposed to take six months to develop at Project Creep. Two and a half years later, we were still developing. And as we were on the verge of launching it, the company that invested in us went from boom to bust. It was that time of the internet. And we lost everything. We, we literally lost everything, and it was, it was a very tough time, probably the toughest time I've had in business. And, um, you know, at the time, it was a breakdown, actually. And we kind of said, you know, we, we love being entrepreneurs. We want to be masters of our destiny. We've got to find something to do. And we stumbled onto promotions, which, we, to be honest, at the time, we thought it's something that will pay the bills, mm. pay enough money to pay for the petrol, to get us to the office, to let us work out what we really want to do with our lives. And the promotions we're talking about, these and that, in-store, in-store promotions. promotions. You know, people offering you, uh, you know, a, a taste of some yogurt. Mm. You know, and to convince you to buy. And that's how we started it. We had no idea that it would become the creative council. We started it. We stumbled on it. And it grew from there. And that's the whole thing. And what, what we realized from that, from that, I guess, is that very often breakdowns are actually breakthroughs. And when you've had enough breakdowns that lead to breakthroughs, you see a pattern. And it's an important one for an entrepreneur to learn. And, and that, that was the Creative Council 15 and a half years ago. Wow. <laughs> and then and it's just gone from strength to strength. And uh, you've become a multi-millionaire in the process. <laughs> uh, I was reading somewhere that, uh, you know, this was a couple of years ago that your net worth was estimated at 450 million. Mm. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> you know, this guy's about my age. Where have I been? <laughs> well, I mean, I- I, I wish I could comment on that number, but I wouldn't know because my dad does my personal finances. Wow! <laughs> but uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been a really interesting journey, and and surely you know one goes into business uh, obviously to make money, but you kind of realize that after you 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 get beyond the survival mode mm. and then the money generating mode, there's more to it. There's so much more to it, and those things really. Don't motivate me uh, anymore. Um, I'm comfortable enough to to be focused on other things like giving back, creating a legacy, transforming the industry, um, uh, doing new things. And, and most importantly, by the way, is having fun. Uh, you know, before we went on here, I was saying people don't have fun anymore. This is true. This we is need so to have true. more fun in this country right here, right now. But, you know, I also I was struck by, you know, reading about you and how you hate cold calling, for example. Mm-hmm. But, but, but that tenacity, mm. the persistence, and I think this is a lesson that too many entrepreneurs don't take seriously, that they don't take to heart because they want the first and easiest route to success. And very often it doesn't work that way. No, it never works that way. And they, as soon as they face failure, they think, well, that's the end of it. And I actually think that failure is, is an integral part of, of, of success, especially as an entrepreneur. And this concept of tenacity, I mean, everyone thinks they're tenacious. Not many people are, are tena- truly tenacious. Truly yeah. tenacious. And when I say tenacious, it's like 
you know, my view is no is not the end of a negotiation. It's the beginning of one. That's one of the things I loved about what you say. Yeah. And so for me, it's, it's just the start. And so that's where you, you start building it. You, you need to have a vision for what you want. And you need to see it so clearly. You need to imagine it as if it's so real. You know, in those early days, I used to take time out. This, I'm letting in all these secrets. I used to take time out where I'd go for short walks and allow myself imagination time. This is a true story, and I still do it to this day. And I imagine a future that is different from my current reality. I just allow it to plow in my mind. It's like I fantasize about it. I fantasize about what it's going to look like, what I want to achieve. And then, because it's real in my mind, I go out and make it happen. You see, I believe that actually we live in a world of myths. If you think about it, politics, religion, borders, it's all even money. It's a myth that we all agree to. It's not real. It's myths. Mm. And so if you can convince others of the myth that you want to create, that becomes the reality. Wow. And I think this is why more people, more young people, really, they need to hear you. (laughs) They need to sit with you because uh, I just love that. You know, no is not the end. (laughs) In fact, it's the beginning of the negotiation. And all too often people, when somebody says no, you're willing to give up at that point. Well, we're speaking to uh, Gil Ovid this morning and uh, some comments coming through. The lines are open. I won't hog him. I promise. 0891-104-208. This one from uh, Pondy's AV says, Gil, I'm happy to be waking up to an interview on SAFM. Uh, Failure is an intricate part of success. Uh, Zanele says, Gil, breakdowns are breakthroughs. And I'm loving that because, you know, obviously people are getting this message. Um, uh, Looking at the SMS line um, uh, just very quickly as I run between things. Uh, This one says, um, it's uh, from Lindy Wen, the Eastern Cape says, I'll be 60 in July and I'm so happy to hear the affirmation from your guest. One author said that one must not retire but rewire. Hmm. So absolutely fantastic. And speaking to Gil Ovid, and we'll continue this conversation. I want to talk about Donald Trump. I want to talk about football. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, something tells me this is not going to end well, but we'll try and behave. Um, Arsenal, of course, everybody knows I support Arsenal. Goodness. Uh, which team do you support? Your I know it's, it's, it's in bad taste, poor taste, but which team is it all the same? The ultimate rival to the Gunners, uh, Tottenham Hotspurs. Oh, my goodness. Yes, we need a conversation about this. Is there any chance I could convert you to the other side? No, but it makes more sense for me to convert you. <laughs> we, we need to talk. I mean, come on. When last did you have anything to shout about? And you know we're going to end Don't on top say of it again. Do not As say we it. always do. Oh, man. But of course, we'll continue the North London rivalry after the news break. And take your calls. Uh, speaking to Gil Ovet this morning, 0891-104-208. Our SMS line number, the new number. 40938 and remember that comes at a cost of 150. Nomsam up with the news headlines at 8.30. Thank you Sakina. Minister in the Presidency for Planning, Monitoring and Evaluation Jeff Khatebe says a change in approach to the land question could be necessary for quicker transformation. Khatebe was delivering the Human Rights Day lecture at the Salt Lake University in Kimberley. CPS says it's prepared to contract with the government to pay out social grants for a period shorter than two years. However, in this case, it would submit its price demands to the Auditor General. This has emerged from an affidavit filed with the Constitutional Court late yesterday. An outgoing City Power Board Chairperson, Reverend Frenchigani, believes a reluctance to suspend the utilities MD Sitailokulu could be behind a decision to replace the board. The board's term was not renewed at the City's annual general meeting yesterday and a new one has been appointed. More details at 9. Traffic on SAFM, your trusted guide to the road ahead.
Just a reminder, some protesting this morning just south of Mahube Valley in uh, Mamalodi, Solomon Mishlangu is the route affected. There's probably going to be a little bit of a wait for you to get through uh, that area, but it does look like traffic is moving better than it was before. Uh, Linwood Road still slow. That's after the earlier crash at Linwood Glen, so coming in from the Vilkas side, uh, just an extra queue there. And uh, heading into Hatfield off the N1N4 routes under Pretoria Street, uh, very slow moving traffic there. At this stage, the R55, well, no lights at Blue Hills, but heavy traffic further south, both ways, uh, queuing up into the Arthur Road Junction. Main and Vitkoppen is down. Uh, might be for a while. There's a big uh, repair job going on there. Very heavy from Lone Hill. And as the points can get off, it's going to be uh, quite bad all day through there. Uh, now, the N3 remains under pressure this morning. There's uh, problems with a stationary truck of a Heldenace interchange uh, coming up off that N12 out of uh, Alberton. Very heavy street lines towards Heldenace. And then a secondary crash this morning at uh, Modafontaine Road, uh, keeping the N3 North heavy through Galoolies. The N12 and R24 is coming in uh, badly backed up as well into Galilis. Uh, the N2, there is some pressure going up into Gateway this morning. It's uh, it's uh, still a queue from sort of the Komashu Highway exit as you route through the M41 from the Mschlanger Ridge area going out towards the highway. Still an unusual backlog of traffic there as well. That's uh, normally an afternoon thing. Uh, Cape Town, M5, it's been bad. Still queuing up from Ottery all the way through to that busy N2. The N2 clogged up and choked as you route through towards the Hospital Bend area. And there's roadworks on the N1, both directions, in and out. And being a Friday, uh, it'll be busy but particularly from about lunchtime, you can expect quite heavy traffic going outbound. Of course, uh, a lot of people away for the uh, four-day weekend for some as well. Rob Byrne, AM Live, Traffic Watch. I am South Africa. Look at me now. Look how far I've come. Past, present or future. The dream has never changed. Let us learn from the past to believe in the future. Let us once again stand as one, a united South Africa. A South Africa we all dreamt of. A South Africa we all deserve. So let us take a moment of silence and pay homage to those who fought for our rights. For those who sacrificed so much, we continue to stand against racism. SABC, honoring our past to better our future. PM Live with Sepiso Makwetla. Another afternoon well spent. Lumka Olifant, a very good afternoon to you, Ms. Olifant, and thank you so much for speaking to us. Good afternoon. Is there a standing uh, contract or contractual arrangement as we speak now with CPS to deliver those payments on the 1st of April? In order for us to understand where Minister is going, we need to know where we have been as staff in the Department of Social Development. We have been saying as well that a proof of life and biometrics is important because it shows that people are alive or how many children they have. And we have saved the fiscal a lot of money. And Minister is saying she's not going to back down. PM Live with Sepiso Makwetla. Weekdays from 4 to 6 p.m. Only on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Education is power. Empower yourself. Exercise your human right to a basic education. The reality is we're all co-creators of our destiny. SAFM, appreciating the value of our human rights. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live, turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Forum at 8. And uh, this morning, we're hosting South African entrepreneur extraordinaire, Gil Oved, mm-hmm. and loving the conversation except for his choice in football clubs. Um, you think ladies are the only ones who care about shoes? Well, <laughs> this guy sitting right here has a thing for shoes. And there we're getting a picture of those shoes. And socks. And socks. And I won't say what else uh, that I read. Um I, I'm going to leave that off the table just for the time being, unless someone else brings it up. Mm. And uh, Gil is, of course, the co-founder, co-CEO of one of South Africa's largest advertising agencies, the Creative Council. And um, if you drive on the M1, and I remember when this building was going up, thinking it had some, you know, a Sino feel to it. I was wondering what is this you know and and i see some people have described it as a spaceship they've described it as silos but it's 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 absolutely fascinating and yeah this guy um yeah 
one of the people running that show there. Mm. So uh, he's our guest this morning, 891 uh, Let me just read some of the messages uh, from some of our listeners before we continue uh, talking politics of sport and other things. Gwenza um, uh, Nene says, I don't know the gentleman. However, I'm so impressed so far because he has a story to tell to the nation uh, regarding entrepreneurship. A major general says, wow, this guy dropping bars on AM Live right now. What a great show, Sakina. This is just beautiful advice galore. And I'm inspired. Breakdowns lead to breakthroughs. No is the beginning of a negotiation. Wow, Sakina. Light Fridays are paying off. And Mtutuzi says, uh, failure is the best excuse to get out of the comfort zone and soldier on. And of course, yeah, Gil being quoted all over the show this morning, loving it. And, uh, you know, much more where this comes from. And I I think in a country where the unemployment rate um, is uncomfortably high, where young people are becoming despondent because they don't know what to do with themselves because the reality is there are no jobs. And we keep telling them they need to be entrepreneurial in their outlook. But what does that even mean? How would you, how would you, you know, approach a conversation with a group of young people, Gil? Yes. Yeah, so I, I, firstly, I am incredibly concerned about the lack of employment in the country. We've employed tens of thousands of people uh, over the years, and we're one of South Africa's largest first-time employer. And I think that's an important thing is many people get their first experience of work through our business, and it's exposed me to what's out there. And what I think, on the upside, we've got an incredible entrepreneurial spirit in this country. I love seeing it. There is this hunger and there is a motivation. On the other hand, there is a lack of access and lack of access to not just funding, access to mentorship and guidance and education and infrastructure that helps entrepreneurs get their idea to the market and make things happen. You have to go through so many hurdles here in the country mm. in order just to, to, to make your idea come to life. Whereas in other, other countries that have been successful with entrepreneurs, places like San Fran and Singapore and Tel Aviv, there is a whole infrastructure dedicated to helping entrepreneurs focus on just making their dreams become a reality. As opposed to, as opposed to things like uh, worrying about finding a receptionist and paying for the coffee and Wi-Fi and all of that. Those things should not be the concern of entrepreneurs. So this is, this is what concerns me. And when, when you talk about unemployment, mm. it's entrepreneurs that create employment. That, that's, you know, my dream is to find a way to motivate a million entrepreneurs to each employ five people on average. That's five million new jobs. That's what we need in the country. And that is part of my mission is to encourage young entrepreneurs to, to, go, to go do it. What are you doing about that mission? Because we have a ministry, so government mm. has taken cognizance of this particular problem. Yes. Um, so, so, so how are you contributing yeah. to that solution? And it's funny you should mention the ministry because I think Minister Zulu is actually doing a really great job. And I'm with her tomorrow, funny enough, at the Thriving Entrepreneur Conference at uh, the Vodacom World Voter Dome. And uh, we all, it's myself and in fact, one of my fellow sharks, Dawn Nathan-Jones mm-hmm. will be there. Minister Zulu will be there. Uh, Ian Fur from Saul Bay will be there to talk in a, a whole lot of other people. And so what I'm doing about it is for, for one I co-authored a book with my fellow dragons called I'm In. In fact, the whole title is called And For All These Reasons, I'm In. And the reason we co-authored this book about entrepreneurship is because when we were on the show, we kept explaining to people why we would be out of a deal. Mm -hmm. And on Twitter, people would go crazy saying, you know, you keep telling us why you'd go out. (laughs) Will you tell us what would make you go in? So we said, okay, well, we're going to write a book and we're going to call it And For All These Reasons, I'm In. And in fact, all the proceeds of the book go to a black entrepreneurial charity aimed at inspiring and building young black entrepreneurs. And so far we've raised over a million rand and counting. So doing that, doing talks, doing presentations, we've got a, an incubator program within the Creative Council, which is a really interesting one because within our industry, the advertising industry, I believe that we are one of the least transformed industries in the country. Absolutely unacceptable, still incredibly lily white, uh, 
I don't mean to be controversial, but I'm just stating no, the facts. facts. These True. are facts, and they need to change. And the problem is, if we're the biggest advertising agency in the country, then we are the biggest culprits by definition. So we decided to start a black incubator with one difference. We look for uh, marketing agencies, 100% black owned, and we, we bring them into our offices. We give them free space, free infrastructure, Wi-Fi, mentorship, guidance. They meet our clients. And there's only one rule. They come in 100% black owned and they leave 100% black owned. We don't make any money out of it. We don't want anything in return. We need to focus on transformation. And I, I encourage many other industry leaders to do similar things as well. Well, people want to talk to you. Gil Oved, our guest this morning, 0891-104-208. Uh, but before I go to that, let me just read a few more messages. Um, there's someone who also has poor taste in football clubs, says, your guest is dead right. Tottenham Hotspur is the best. Uh, that's from Dawood. Uh, Come on, you Spurs. Like, Thank you. Yeah. You're in gluttons for punishment. <laughs> but uh, what can we say? What can we do? And then uh, Sam Ace says, uh, Thank you, Sakina. I love Friday morning. Such wisdom there from Gilovet. Zakele simply giving us, you know, um, uh, high five saying this individual, though, at a loss for words. Um, Unati says, sadly, our politicians will only speak about supporting SMMEs and nothing else. Dumisani Mukwena says, what a motivation for some of us embarking on establishing businesses. I am inspired and uh, ginger and zama says um we are learning a lot from this guy my businesses failed because i was so naive and uh, many more coming through but let's take some calls 0891 uh, bongi good morning oh good morning sakina how are you i'm well thanks how are you doing Oh, I'm great. I'm awesome. It's the first time that I'm on SAFM. Uh, I had to take this moment. This was like that God-given message for me. So I had to make this call. Uh, thanks for calling. So so, so tell us, <laughs> well, 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 what's resonating with you this morning? Uh, yes, Joe, um, a special hello to you. Hello, Bongi. So nice to speak to you. you. Oh, you know what? You don't even understand. I am so inspired. Um, I, I've failed in business. Myself, I'm an entrepreneur. I've, I've also like never worked uh, for somebody else. I've been working for myself. I've failed a couple of times. Um, I can relate to you on so many levels. Um, having my family as well to go back to when I've failed. And um, now, only now, I think this is my third attempt as well. And only now things are picking up. You know, I'm, I'm finally finding my feet and people that said to me that that said no to me years ago are coming back to say hey so what about that and I've realized that it it wasn't time wasted I actually planted a seed somewhere and you you know it's now growing Bongi you know you are talking like a real successful entrepreneur who's learned things and here's my view If I have two entrepreneurs standing in front of me, both offering me the same potential investment in their business, and they're Mm -hmm. identical in every way except for one thing. One entrepreneur has succeeded three times, and the other entrepreneur has failed three times. I would always, 100% of the time, back the person who's failed. And I'll tell you why. It's very simple. Mm -hmm. Failure in business is inevitable. For someone who says to me that they're an entrepreneur, they've never failed, all it means to me is they haven't been an entrepreneur long enough and it's just a matter of time. And the biggest thing you can learn is how to pick yourself up and carry on going because that's what I want to see in a great entrepreneur. And you're right. Mm -hmm. You never wasted time. You're planting seeds. You were learning. It was like Karate Kid, wax on, wax off. And all these Mm -hmm. lessons that you've learned, you're now going to be applying. And you know what the beauty is? It's called momentum. Mm -hmm. You know, momentum, when it goes your way, you have to ride it and things become easier. As an example, Mm -hmm. Tottenham Hotspurs, you see, they're on the momentum now. You see, things are going (laughs) their way. They are winning. And this is, this is a a lesson. They got rid of Alan Sugar. That's why they, 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 they've done something different. (laughs) No, he, he just had to add that. Like, I tell you. Yeah, no. But Bongi, thank you so much and, uh, enjoy the rest of your day. That's Bongi in. Thank you, thank you so much, Kiel. And then, um, uh, Sakina, may you please, uh, make sure that he leaves his contact details. Will do. Will do. It's great, Bongi. He, he's in demand right now. I tell you, um, uh, this one from Sandile Mabaso says, 
how I wish your guest could come and talk to the youth in the south of Gauteng and inspire them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to be in serious demand after this. Not that you haven't been. Mm-hmm. Um, Alan in Durban, good morning. Uh, good morning, Sakina. Good morning, girl. Hey, Alan. Just say, what a wonderful way to, to end the week, starting off the program with Ava Maria. And I've been stuck in the traffic here in Durban for the last half an hour, and it's been the most lovely traffic jam I've ever been listening to you guys. Um, I just have a few comments. Uh, I think the soccer team selection is rather shocking. I, think <laughs> I couldn't have said that better, Alan, <laughs> but not Man United. I, I think we, but both Sakina and I are, are united on the one thing, is that we, we're not united for United. At least we're united on something. Uh, the, the, the other thing is I, I'm a, a 66-year-old uh, success, and it only started at 63. Uh, I could sit all, all morning and tell you about the failures until 63, and the last three years have been the best ever of my life. And uh, I'm so glad you're into shoes because that's my business. I'm in footwear as well in Durban. Have a great day, guys. Thanks for this wonderful end of the, the, the week and a great way to start the long weekend. Oh, thank God you so much, you Alan. Have a good one and drive safely. Eddie in Cape Town, good morning. Good morning, Sakina. Hey, Hello, Eddie. Eddie. Hi, can, can you hear me? We can hear you clearly. Yes, uh, let me just say that guy is trading on thin eyes when he talks Arsenal in Tottenham. Please, I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, Ghana, I'm a Ghana supporter. We, we are suffering here, okay? <laughs> and, and the worst thing is my, my in-laws, my wife's family are Gunners. So it's very concerning for me. You married well. Yeah, I, I married well. <laughs> I did. But, yeah, I'm talking, I think, what an inspirational individual. Yeah, um, I hope you call out his details later at the end. But for me, the fact that um, he is now going to be in a meeting with the, um, the Minister of Small Business is a good thing. I just wanted to pitch a question to him, you know. Sakina, I'm a finance guy, and I do, um, 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 I know this is a light Friday, but I must say this. I do um, uh, um, cash flows and all of these things for, for, for entrepreneurs or people that want to start business, you know. And one thing I find that the ministry is there. I'm not trying to, 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 to fault them or anything, but young people are frustrated by um, starting capital. Like, you know, I, the recent one I tried to do for someone was them trying to buy um, a fruit and veg franchise, if you know what they call food lovers. Yeah. And and that that franchise cost about six million to to ten million, and and I did the cash flow for this guy. He's an educated guy. He gave his CV and everything, and he got a letter of intent from the NEF, which is the National uh, um, 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 NH Fund or something like that. And and they say they're gonna pay. So the the franchise wants him to cut the short story, um, long story short. Wants 50% from him, and the the NEF said they're going to chip in with money. Now the franchise then says this guy must still send a, a, a copy of his bank statement showing liquid cash in his bank account. And I and I asked a question to to the to the franchise and I said, but if this guy is being covered by NEF. Why do you need him to show you that he has got cash? Because nobody has that kind of cash lying around. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I want him when he has a meeting with Lindo Zulu to, to highlight those things. You know, those things are very important. So there are a lot of entrepreneurs that I help. Some of them want to buy shells and all. But they get the same thing where they ask to show liquid cash of 10 million where do you get that kind of money as a, as a young man you get what i'm saying got yeah. you eddie so i'd like him to mm. pitch that yeah thank you very much thanks thank, so much and thank you eddie and i think yeah. i think some yeah. important yeah. points and uh, let me just throw in a tweet mm. here from mr morake who says uh sakina please ask gil um how can one start a business without capital well that's so funny i mean this is exactly <laughs> what i was i was actually going to say to eddie so look it's tough out there and uh money and liquidity is hard to come by. And it is a chicken and egg scenario. And the truth is for entrepreneurs, they're always facing chicken and egg. But here's the deal. I don't think we talk about enough about bootstrapping and the importance of bootstrapping. And even in, in What's places bootstrapping? Ah, so I- even in places like San Fran, where there is a no shortage of capital for good investments, 
they recognize the importance of bootstrapping. What is bootstrapping? It's finding clever ways to start and run your business with, with as little money as possible. Because even if you can get money, when you're a small startup business, money comes at a big cost to your equity. And equity is cheap when you're a small business and very expensive when you're a big business. And you don't want to be, end up working for someone when you're the one who had the idea and had the vigor and all they had was money back in the day. Mm. So you want to hold on to your equity as much as possible. And I think that in, you know, very often when I speak to entrepreneurs here, they don't talk about pre-serving. They think that they need money before they start anything. I'm saying there are so many other ways. Find better credit terms. Negotiate with suppliers. Negotiate with your clients. Um, increase the cash conversion cycle. Go get different types of loans. There are many ways to skin the cat where you don't necessarily need to raise money give up equity and find excuses not to start your business mm. and rather just start with what you've got, start lean and mean for as long as you can and then when you can afford it, then you can invest some more. But see, I think there isn't enough, um, you know, uh, I think the information might be there, but uh, there aren't enough avenues for people to access that information readily. You're right, there isn't. But for the record, this is the first time in the history of man that a kid in Shoshanguve has the same access in, uh, to information as a kid in Seattle. Okay? Data prices are coming down. One would argue not in... Don't go there, Gil. Gil, yeah, yeah. you're on a good We're wicket. A good wicket. Don't yeah. spoil it. Don't yeah. go there. Don't <laughs> talk about data prices. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Friendly, friendly it, advice. Exactly. Don't, don't talk about data yeah. prices. <laughs> yeah. And but yeah, but this is the thing. We've got more access to information than ever before, and obviously we need to do more on that. But the thing is, a lot of it is available to you now for the first time. Whereas, mm. so I'm saying yes, we need more access points. Absolutely. I think government's doing a lot. They could be doing more. I think private enterprise is not doing enough. I think we need to, as, as private business, as corporates and private business, we need to do a lot more to bring entrepreneurs in to help build them um, and ultimately to, to show them how they can bootstrap their business, not necessarily use up cash at an early stage of the business's existence. Okay. And Dileka, we apologize. And Dileka says, you've got this thing of keeping me in the car until 9 a.m. or having to walk with uh, uh, headphones uh, on this a.m. live. But great show all the same. We apologize, but we're not really sorry. Uh, Tommy <laughs> Zungu says, I respect and admire what Gil has achieved in business but sometimes I feel he's greedy in his Dragon's Den negotiations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to comment on that. You know, and it's funny because uh, when the show goes on, uh, obviously different people have different opinions and it's so nice to have that robust debate. And yes, there have been some of those comments. And I'll just say one thing. You know, this is business. And this is your own money on the line. And I encourage anyone to think about this. When someone comes to pitch to you and your money's on the line and you're looking for a good return, you need to show that you're not going to be a fool and his money who will soon be departed. That's the line. Mm. So you've got to be tough because business is tough. And I think the shows, both Dragons Den and Shark Tank, what they do is they expose people out there to what real business is like. It's not easy. People don't easily give you money. Yeah. And here's the deal. Very often we had entrepreneurs come on the show and I was tough on them and they never pushed back. They never tried to counter negotiate. And my intention was that they push back. I wanted to see that they will come back and say, you know what? If you want me so bad, I'm not going to give you so much equity. Let's try this. Let's find a middle way. Mm. That's what I was looking for. Wow. So, so, so hopefully someone will uh, maybe try again. Will there be a follow-up season? I hope so. I believe that they are working on one. I think these kind of shows are important because they start conversations about important things. And and you do learn quite a lot of lessons, you know, by just watching and listening uh, to those interactions. Yeah, I mean, I meet people all the time, I bump into them and they say, you know, it's so crazy. My whole family watched the show and my 15-year-old son had an opinion that was different to me. And then my wife got upset and it was amazing and we had a robust debate and that's what we're after.
So uh, this one from Asa Royal says, wow, SAFM Sakina, I'm so inspired by Gil. Um, I'm lost for words. In fact, what a way to start my Friday morning. So much wisdom. And of course, uh, you've got your um, marching orders here from uh, the listeners at SAFM. What you need to tell the minister, Minister Lindy Zulu. Uh, so, so minister, he's bringing, you know, some words from our listeners, uh, you know, some questions, some advice. I've made notes. How to make things easier. So he's got that uh, mandate. And uh, Tole Somdaka says, interesting debate. Uh, those who need support call also to get in touch with CEDA officers for business development services. But you see, this is the problem in part in that people don't know that these various entities, these agencies mm. even exist, even at local government level. I think not enough is being done um, by the agencies themselves to make sure that they advertise and make sure that people mm. know that they are there. Because if you go to your municipal office, there should be an entity right mm. there. So um, it, it speaks to that point about access. But uh, thank you, uh, Spiwa, for uh, talking about bootstrapping, answering um, you know, a question from one of the other listeners it's been absolutely fantastic and Sakina you're awesome even though you're a Gunners fan you're so awesome I love your energy you're doing such great important work hold on hold on Donald Trump you love US politics I love US politics I've loved it for uh, 20 years I've been following it religiously but listen all bets are off right now. This is this is as entertaining as it gets, and it just reminds us that uh, you know, uh, even the the leader of the free world can be crazy, and uh, so it just means that um, we need to appreciate the, the the very cool things that we actually have in our country. Actually, indeed, we do. And also, just you know, if nothing else, uh, this morning walk away um, knowing that no is not the end; it's only the beginning of the negotiation um you've got to push through because Mm. life is hard it's not easy and um as gil was saying nothing gets you know given to you on a platter and a final one just uh, gil just revived my fire i left the working industry to go back to vits to finish my second degree llb so good on you there you know so thank you so much for coming sakina thank you and 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 the shoes someone wanted to know um, you know, what's your favorite brand? Uh, shoes, Ooh, socks. That's a tough one. Uh, I'm not even getting into that. Yeah. <laughs> that's for our next show. <laughs> for our next show, indeed. Gilovid, thank you so much. Have a fantastic weekend and all the best to Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs>